Does your school have one of the top 10 college football programs of all time? Well, my next guest reveals his list right here. It's time for the College Football Legends Podcast. The players. We're going to hit somebody and we're taking down the field. Protect them. I guarantee you that. The coaches. No man is more important than the team. No coach is more important than the team. The plays. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. And so much more. College football legends. Heroes come and go, but legends live forever. Believe in college football legends on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Chris Smith. It's a great time in sports. The NBA and college basketball are back. Plus, the NFL and college football playoffs are right around the corner. With all these games going on, there are plenty of bets to lock in. So if you're thinking about picking the Lakers to repeat as NBA champs or someone to upset Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, you need to go to betonline.ag. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Plus, there's always that online casino as well. The best part about it, it never closes. You can play 24-7. So head to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag and sign up today. The first college football game was played in 1869 between Rutgers and Princeton. Actual rankings began in 1939 with the release of the first AP poll, with other systems following, most notably the BCS in 98 and the college football playoff in 2014. Some programs started as juggernauts but have faded over time. Others have dominated for decades and some are new to the national championship party. With all that in mind, we dissect the top 10 programs of all time with my special guest on the show, Mike Goodpaster, founder and CEO of the Grueling Truth Radio Network. And let me tell you, make sure you check out some of the great articles on thegruelingtruth.com. Thanks for joining me, Mike. Hey, thanks for having me, Chris. All right. Speaking of articles, you wrote a great one covering the top 10 college football programs of all time. So let's dive right in. I'll name the program and you tell me why you ranked them in that spot. Starting at number five. With the Nebraska Cornhuskers and their five titles, including three Heisman winners. You just said a lot right there, but Nebraska's a program that nine wins, 30 straight seasons from 1968 to 2001. Um, national champions, 70, 71, 94, 95, 97. You got Coach Devaney, you got Coach Osborne. The program's kind of dropped off since Coach Osborne left. But 35 consecutive bowl appearances, and that was 69 to 2003. The first 10 years of that, there weren't like bowl games for everybody to won six games or more. So those yeah, were exactly. all legitimate. Those were all legitimate eight, nine, ten win football teams. And, you know, you get the black shirts. So when you look at Nebraska, I think they have to be in the top five. All right, well, checking in at number four on the list. We are SC! We are SC! Are the USC Trojans with a rich history and a stuffed trophy case. Yeah, I mean, I I don't even know where you start with these guys. I mean, you had national championships 60, 62, 72, 74, 78, 03, 04. Why they're so high is, I mean, that's a long period, a lot of different decades winning national championships. And I don't know if anybody's ever put, I don't think any college has put out the kind of tailbacks that USC has. Um, John McKay, John Robinson, of course, Pete Carroll, even though 
some of that might be questionable <laughs> with how he won, but it's Pete Carroll. So what do you expect? But I think when you look at USC, I know growing up in big 10 country, I'm from Indiana and you know, it was pretty much happened every year where you saw USC go smack a big 10 team, which always made me feel good because it was never my team because I was an Indiana Hoosier fan. So they always beat up Ohio State and Michigan. So I kind of adopted them just because they took care of the teams that constantly made fun of me for being an Indiana fan. Yeah, they had an incredible run. At number three. (laughs) With the second best winning percentage in the past 10 seasons, the pride of Columbus, the Ohio State Buckeyes, which you just mentioned. Yeah, and if you look at Ohio State, this program, I mean, when you look at coaches like Paul Brown, Woody Hayes, Jim Trestle, Urban Meyer, I mean, Woody Hayes was there forever. But this is a team that I I think the big difference between one and two is especially like number two, which we're going to get to in a minute. I I think over a longer period of time, those two teams were better. And I think those two teams finished in one national championships. And, you know, maybe Ohio State would be even higher if they could beat USC. But I think the difference was there before 1960. I think Ohio State's history, especially when you go back to guys like Paul Brown, is just a little bit deeper than what USC's was. Exactly. And we have on the show Mike Goodpaster, founder and CEO of the Grueling Truth Radio Network. Make sure you check out some of his articles on thegruelingtruth.com. We're going over the top 10 college football programs of all time. And speaking of number two... The winner of the Big 12 championship the past five seasons. Let's head to Norman and the Oklahoma Sooners. Yeah, and Oklahoma's one that when I look at it, I really have a hard time not putting them number one. And But, of course, we know who number one's probably going to be. But it's a program that began in 1895. And since World War II, I think they've won more games than any other program. And Bud Wilkinson, Barry Switzer, Bob Stoops. The one thing you do notice from every one of these teams in the top 10, they've all been full of legendary coaches. That is true. Some definitely legendary coaches there. And speaking of legendary coaches, at number one, winners of five natties in the past decade, the juggernaut Crimson Tide of Alabama. Yeah, and I mean, I've written an article before about the greatest college coach of all time, and I would put Bear Bryant there, but Nick Saban's making a run at that. And if you look at what Bear Bryant did there, I mean, Bear Bryant's a guy that even won at the University of Kentucky, so you know he was a great coach. Sure. Because they weren't bouncing a basketball, and he was winning at the same time. Adolph Rupp was just taking that program in Kentucky and winning with it. So you also look at what he did at Texas A&M. He goes to Alabama in 1961-66. to 66. They were a dynasty. The 77 through 79 teams were great teams. And then what they're doing today. Now, you had a down period there, but you still had the national championship in 1993 where they upset Miami also. Exactly. And I believe their 2012 win over Notre Dame was the beginning of the talk of the college football playoff. Yeah, because there's no way Notre Dame belonged in that game. Exactly. Every Notre Dame fan I talked to said they did, but their only big win was over Did Oklahoma. they say that after the game, though, Chris? <laughs> you know what? I didn't see them after the game. <laughs> yeah, I think they all gave up about five minutes into that game. All right. And sitting outside of that top five, you have at number 10, Florida State, 9, Michigan, 8, Miami, 
number seven, Texas, and at six, Notre Dame, which we were just talking about. I want to concentrate on two programs, Michigan and Notre Dame. First, Notre Dame boasts eight national championships and a long, amazing history. How did the Irish not crack the top five? Well, to me, when you look at them, from the time Dan Devine left to Lou Holtz, they were rough. And really, when you look at the national championships, I mean, they're 43, 46, 47, yeah, 49, 66, ago. 73, 88. I think that, I mean, Lou Holtz did a good job there. I think some of that was questionable, but most of the stuff Lou does is questionable, but he does <laughs> win. You got the movie, Rudy. I mean, you're going to have a hard time finding, you know, Rockney, Leahy, Parsegian, Lou Holtz. I just think for the depth of the program, I think the Ohio States, the USC's have just, there's a lot more there over the entire probably last century. Yeah. And the uh, Irish also boast seven Heisman winners. But Michigan has captured three natties, um, like you said, with some of those early victories for the Irish. The Two of Michigan's were in the late 40s, and the last one was in 97. But they've been playing since 1879, have 877 victories. Is the lack of dominance in the last 20 years that hurt them? Well, I think when you look at the natties, it's 47, 48, and 97. If the thing is this, if Bo Schembechler could have beaten USC maybe three or four times, you may switch Michigan and UC, USC where they're ranked right now sure. on this list because that was the problem. They would get to the Rose Bowl, and they would lose the Rose Bowl. Or Ohio State would stop them just short of getting to the Rose Bowl. So I think Ohio State and USC at three and four or why Michigan sits at number nine. Oh, got to push them down a little bit. And we are speaking with Mike Goodpaster, founder and CEO of the Grueling Truth Radio Network. Make sure you check out some great articles on the gruelingtruth.com. And something I noticed uh, that on your top 10, you had just one SEC team. And since the conference has amassed 43 football national championships, how tough was it to keep out teams like the Gators with three, Tennessee and Auburn with two, and LSU with four, and the most recent to be crowned? Well, I think a lot of them, you got big gaps there where the programs weren't great. You know, LSU, Billy Cannon in the 50s, great program. 60s and 70s, not so much, though, even into the 80s. I mean, the 80s, I don't remember a whole lot from them there. And I just think there's bigger gaps there than there are for a program like Alabama. And you get a program like Florida State, which is the interesting one to me, because they didn't start their program until 1947. But that's a program that won it all in 93, 99, 2013. I think they've got three Heisman Trophy winners, 10 win seasons every year during the 90s. Really, this was Bobby Bowden's puppy. He goes from West Virginia to Florida State. And Florida State was, I mean, pretty good from the outset. And I mean, come on, you got to put him in the top 10 if you got Burt Reynolds played on the team. <laughs> they also had some great Heisman winners in Charlie Ward, Chris Winkie, and Jameis Winston made it three Heisman Trophy winners in 2014. Then there's Clemson. They have three national championships, two coming in the last four years. They also played in four of the past five college football playoff championships games, which I consider the toughest era where you basically have to win two national championships games before your crown. How much consideration should they get as one of the top programs of all time? What did they do before 2000? I mean, you had the Crickets. national championship in 1982. They upset Notre Dame in like 1977 or 78. But I mean, outside of that, there's not much there. I think if you're talking top 10 college football programs today, they're number one or number two. Yep. I just don't think there's the depth there over history to put them there. 
Well, they got to continue with that, definitely. And we're speaking with Mike Good, pastor, founder, and CEO of the Grueling Truth Network and thegruelingtruth.com. We're breaking down his list of the top 10 college football programs of all time. And let's go a little old school. Yale has a whopping 18 national championships, and the Minnesota Golden Golfers have six. Was it Father Time, like you said, that left out these programs? Well, it's that and the fact that Yale hasn't even really been able to play in a bowl game since the Ivy League was founded in 1955. Um, they are a hard one to leave off if you go the first half century of the 20th century because you had Walter Camp, who was known as the father of football, who was the coach there. But when the NCAA splits into two subdivisions in 1978, they basically became a one AA program and – if you're basing it off the first 50 years, Yale's probably in the top five or six. But you could say the same thing if you go the first half century of that 20th century with a program like Army. Yeah, does that fall in line with Penn State, which four national titles but hasn't won in a while? Yeah. I mean, Penn State was basically Joe Paterno. Most of these programs are more than one. Even Florida State was more than Bobby Bowden. I mean, Jimbo Fisher wins after him also. So to me... A guy that builds a program, and you talk about Minnesota. Minnesota is kind of the same thing. I mean, you had Henry Williams who led them to, I think, 35 straight wins, three straight national championships. Then you had Bernie Bierman for a few years. But once you get to about 1960, the program just kind of drops off. The thing that makes places like Alabama, um, Oklahoma, which makes them great is they, even when they lose a great coach, they will rebuild. Now, they may not right away. Alabama had a few dead years after Bear Bryant. But, I mean, they're programs that are self-sustaining. And I think that's what puts those top four programs in the top four. All right. It's time to go. Y'all ready for this? Three and out. It's time to go three and out with Mike Goodpasser, founder and CEO of the Grueling Truth Radio Network. It's three lighter questions to close out the interview. First off, you're also a highly ranked private football coach. What football drills would you recommend to get me in playing shape? I'm thinking of making a comeback. How old are you? No, old, probably too old to make a comeback. See if you can stretch first and then we'll talk. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know myself now when I go out, because I privately coach quarterbacks, I'll warm up. But as soon as I'm loose, I'm once again tired and I can't go anymore. I hear you. We're on the same page with that. Number two. Also on your resume is coach of professional indoor football. You even wrote a book on it called The Rage Within. Pull the curtain back on that particular brand of football. Oh, there's a lot of curtain. That's why I wrote the book, and I actually made some money off of it. There you go. I mean, it, it, it is basically guys who are just short of being good enough to play in the NFL, going out and playing for three or $400 a game, and it's a very violent sport. It's basically arena football league, just a little bit different rules. Uh, I had the good fortune to coach Jared Lorenzen, who played for the Giants, played at UK. He was my quarterback with a couple different teams. I coached some really good players, coached against some really good players. It's a great level of football, but the great thing about it is this. Those guys are trying to get the NFL, but they're basically playing for the love of the game. They've got a job outside of that. And I was fortunate to be able to do that for five or six years. Fantastic. The love of the game. I like that a lot. And finally, I'm a foodie. What is the best meal in your hometown, Lawrenceburg, Indiana? 
There aren't any. <laughs> where, do you gotta, aren't. where do you got to go when, you, when you're like, we, man, we, I need... We got to drive over to northern Kentucky or we go to Cincinnati because it's about 15 or they're about 20, 25 minutes away. But the food places down here, I think the nicest restaurant we may have is like at Chipotle. If you're making the road trip, either Cincinnati or Kentucky, where are you headed? Uh, the Beer House. It's in Cleves. It's a German, it's a basically German food, but they've got steak for like 25 bucks that is huge and extremely good. So me and my wife love to go to the beer house. You can't holler for $25. All right. Well, we've been speaking with Mike Goodpaster, founder and CEO of the Grueling Truth Radio Network. Make sure you check out some great articles on gruelingtruth.com. Thanks for joining me, Mike. Thanks a lot, Chris. Thanks for listening to the Believe in College Football Legends podcast. Make sure to check out all the prior episodes with Heisman winners, legendary coaches, and sports personalities reliving the greatest plays. You can tweet your questions at the Sports Jesus and join us next week because it will be legendary.